With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Good morning to my blog talk listeners. Thank you for tuning in again. This is your host, S.E. Day of Legally Steal Show. Listen, guys, I've missed you. I really have. I've been busy, busy, busy. So you may have been hearing some old shows running, but I'm back. I have a lot to tell you. We have a lot to do. We're in the fourth quarter of the year. we got to wrap this year up and wrap it up on a great note. Listen, one of the biggest things that I've been working on has been for small business only. For small business only. F-S-B-O. F-S-B-O. Now, those of you who have been listening to me faithfully know that I'm an advocate for small businesses. So I've been working with corporations and bringing them on board. Now, this thing is unique. No one, and I've done a lot of research on this, no one else on the planet is doing this. We are the credit builders of the America's small businesses. That's right. We're the credit builders of America's small businesses. And how are we doing this? Very unique. We are actually approaching corporations. Corporations like Office Depot, who, by the way, are on board with us. They are backing for small business only. T-Mobile. T-Mobile are on board with us. And it's going to blow you away in what we're doing. And that's just the beginning. We're going after about seven, actually about five or six more creditors to bring on board to provide you, the qualified small businesses, with credit to build your paydex score. So this, uh, you got to stay tuned to this as we build this thing out over the next uh, 11 months. But once we put this event on, this cruise, every participant, every participating small business will be able to leave the cruise with about $3,000 in business trade lines and credit. Now, that may not sound like a lot of money. But when you look at what is called your Paydex, P-A-Y-D-E-X, Paydex score. Now, this score is issued by Dun and Bradstreet, which is basically the credit rating agency for businesses. So your Paydex score is like your FICO score, your personal credit score. What we're doing is with this $3,000 to $3,000 in business credit, it's going to allow your business, Get ready now. It's going to allow your business to qualify for fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in business lines of credit with a banking institution because of the way that it's structured. It is not a scam. I don't believe in scams. We're working diligently to make this thing work. So don't believe in scams, but definitely stay tuned. You'll be able to hit the website for smallbusinessowner.com. We're building a website out. And, of course, if you're on LinkedIn, you can link up with me there. Just look up FSBO or For Small Business Only and send me a request. 
we'll get you in into the group, and that way you'll be able to hear all of the information. But listen, we got a really good show today. Um, some of the things that you need to know about as a consumer, not from a business standpoint, but from a consuming standpoint. Okay, and I guess that could be business and personal. But let me tell you what's happening. There are credit vultures out there. That's right, credit vultures. Where do these guys come from? What is a credit vulture? Well, you know, a lot has been circling about the interest rate, the interest rate being down to around 1% or 2%. Now, let's put it in layman terms. When you're talking about an interest rate of 1%, that's basically one cent on every dollar. So banks and credit card companies that borrow the money, they're borrowing the money at one cent on every dollar. But if you look at your credit card statements or anything that you're using that has interest attached to it, if you take a look at that, you're paying anywhere from 14 to, hell, 29%. Now think about that. Back to layman terms. That's 14 cents on a dollar or 29 cents on a dollar on each dollar that you are using credit-wise. Now think about this. They're borrowing this money from the Federal Reserve at one cent on a dollar. And you're paying 13 to 14 cents on a dollar, if not higher. That's absolutely crazy. But listen, we're going to tell, get more into that after the first break. Well, go ahead and take a break now. But we're going to get more into that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Like I said, I'm back. Uh, I have been doing a lot of research, a lot of studying, and making sure I can bring you information that matters most to your wallet. We've been talking about credit vultures before the break. Now, basically, what is a credit vulture? Any lending or banking institution out there on the planet that's giving you money uh, at a high interest rate or or an interest rate that's, you know, a normal interest rate. We've heard about the Federal Reserve lending money to these banks for one cent, or basically one cent on a dollar, one percent, which is nothing, absolutely nothing. Now, the credit vultures, it doesn't just go from credit cards. I mean, when you talk about your 
your interest rates that you're earning on your certificate of deposits or the interest rates that you're earning on your savings account. I mean, it is absolutely nothing. These banks and lending institutions are making a killing on the money that they're borrowing. And it's, you know, it's a sad state of affairs. So you say, well, what can I do about it? Well, we're going to talk more about that. But I, I ran across an article uh, the earlier part of the week. And it basically says, you know, if you're a bank or a credit card company, it's a great time to borrow money. As the nation struggles to work out its own lingering recession, the effective rate that banks can borrow money is under 1%. I was saying 1%. This is saying under 1%. And that's largely because the Federal Reserve for four years have stri- has striven to keep borrowing rates down, borrowing rates down as a way to promote lending and and the economic recovery. But guess what, guys? Guess who's not getting a brink or getting a bake? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me this morning. Guess who's not getting a break from cheap borrowing? You, the credit card users. Okay? They are making a way like bandits. Uh, in a fortune report, credit card rates are only the only ones to have gone up since the financial crisis. Now, we're talking about they're borrowing money at under 1%, but the credit card rates have continued to rise. The average credit card rate today is about 12.6%, and that was based on um, a May study. And you got credit card companies like Capital One. Uh, They had, we're talking about in the last quarter, the last quarter, which was basically June, uh, July 1st to August 3rd, or September 31st, September 30th. Capital One received more than $4 billion, or nearly $4 billion, in interest income. Now, I'm a capitalist, and I'm not mad at banks for making their bread, because, you know, I like to make mine, but we as the consumers, we have to wake up. And this is why that I, you know, I'm saying this to you. Now, I'm also going to say something, and I don't want you to think that I'm being hypocritical. Because Capital One is one of the credit card companies or the credit card company that I'm going after to be a part of for small business only. Now, you may say, well, if if... Capital One is a you know such a credit vulture. Why are you even entertaining those guys? It's not just Capital One. It's everybody out there. But here's my method to you. Use what you got to get what you want. And what I mean by that is if Capital One is going to be more friendly towards small businesses and giving them small business credit cards, use that credit card to build yourself, build your business credit. Um, now, just because it's uh, you know twelve, fourteen percent interest rate, doesn't mean that you have to pay that. And what do you mean when I say what do I mean when I say you don't have to pay that? Well, you don't have to borrow money or use your credit card. It's good to have it with you. Use it, pay it off. Use it, pay it off. Don't carry that running debt. Matter of fact. One of the things that did impress me about Capital One when I got my small business credit card is Capital One will tell you, they give you basically a roadmap to make your credit perfect with using their tools. 
so it's they tell you, you know, pay your pay your bill off or you know, double up every month, pay it early before the due date. They're telling you these things to actually help you improve your credit. So don't carry that running debt. Now, back to you know, I've been I've sang enough praises on that. Back to the story. You have to be careful. Now, why am I bringing this story to you right now? Why now? Well, we're going into that time of the year, that festive time of the year, that we're going to be spending a lot of money. It happens every year. I really don't care who you are, how much money you make. Um, you could be that 47% that will spend a ton of money, or you could be that you know, 53%. Yeah, I'm kind of you know throwing a little politics in there. I really don't care, you know. We're not going to talk about politics on the show, but you could be that percentage of people that are out there or this year who will be spending money uh, on whatever and using your credit cards to pay for it. I'm not talking about living on your credit cards. I'm talking about having these expenditures on your credit card that's going to cost you down the road. You have to be careful. These credit vultures. And, and and I say that name for effect. These credit vultures. It doesn't make a difference if it's Capital One, if it's if it's Chase, if it's uh, Wells Fargo, uh, that other bank, you know, the one of America. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it can even be credit unions, and you know, I'm an advocate for credit unions. But what I like about and this, you know, I'm kind of turning the story a little bit. What I like about credit unions is you can work with them, you can talk with them. Most of the bigger banks, they're not even trying to listen to your voice. So you, as the consumer, have to be careful on the amount of money that you're borrowing and the interest rate that you're using to pay it back. Pay it off. As a matter of fact, I did a consultation, and I would never reveal my client's name. Uh, especially not on the airwaves, but I did a I did a consultation for a young lady uh, who's in a situation with credit and needs to you know I don't know if I should charge off the the stuff I have student loans and everything that I'm saying this is not atypical to any of my listening audience. If you've been to school, uh, college, and you know pursuing your degree, if you've been to school and you actually paid for that. You got a loan to do it. So these are the things that I'm talking about as far as, you know, credit card debt, student loan debt, with interest rates on these things. Well, I'm consulting this young lady on changing changing the dynamics of her financial world and what she can do to put herself in a better situation. And one of the things that we talked about was interest rate. The interest rate, the interest rate on her credit cards, the interest rate on her student loans. Simple little things like consolidation. If you have four or five student loans, and people understand, it doesn't make a difference if you go to a private school or if you go to a public institution. If you borrow money and it has, it was used for student purposes, that is your debt. You can never get rid of that debt. And when I mean never, I mean by filing bankruptcy. You cannot get rid of that debt by filing bankruptcy. So you have to pay that debt off. It will follow you forever. Okay? The other things, car loans, credit cards. Well, this young lady had these things. She didn't have a car loan. That was taken care of. But she had credit cards. 
credit cards with a 22% APR. Now, did it start out that way? No, it didn't. You have to be, you have to read your uh, uh, credit card uh, fact sheet, basically um, the information you get when you get your credit card about what is it going to cost you if you are late on a payment or if a check balances that you are making a payment with, then it can increase your rate. It can increase your interest rate. So these are things that you need to be careful of. So in her case, what we're working on is consolidating some of her stuff, contacting the lender and working with them. Will they work with you? Absolutely they will. But you have to ask. It's not automatic. Remember, they are in business to make money. Well, you're in business to save money. And how do you get around that? Is you work with them to make it happen. It's in your best interest to contact those lenders or those creditors and talk to them about reducing your interest rate. Sometimes all you have to do is ask, and you just might receive. Because the other thing, now you have to understand, and I've been talking about this for years, and this is not going to change. Debt is something that you want to minimize, but corporations want to maximize. Debt is something that you want to minimize in your own world, but it's something corporations want to maximize because your debt is actually leveraged. Now, we can talk about that. I mean, we can talk about that till the cows come home. Your debt is actually leveraged. So the, the goal is to keep you in debt. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I put my business out there. But I'm kind of a, um, I'm kind of a Capital One. Um, I'm, uh, I really want to say it in a nice way. Uh, I don't want to demean myself. But I'm kind of a, I'm kind of the property of Capital One, if you will. I have car loans with Capital One. I have credit cards with Capital One. Well, I like Capital One. I don't have a problem with them. But the fact is, they're giving me this credit, and it's great. But I have to pay off my credit. Their goal is to give it to me and keep me indebted to them. My goal is to use what I got to get what I want. So I got the credit. Now my goal is to keep myself debt-free. I have the credit to use as I need it, but I'm not going to walk around owing tons of debt because that debt is leveraged against their creditors, and it makes more money continue to come into their coffers, not mine, theirs. So you have to be careful and make sure that you're not being taken for granted with this whole credit vulture or the credit system. And let's face it, people, let's face it. We live in a society where cash is no longer king. Okay? Cash is no longer king. Credit is king. And if you don't have credit, you are no one. You don't exist in the financial world. Hey, guys, listen, stay tuned. We're going to take another break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some other things you need to know about. Only on the Legally Steal Show. Don't touch that dial. I'll be right back. Bye. 
buying a home is a lot like playing baseball. You think you've got it all figured out. Then here comes a changeup. Strike one. It's easy to get frustrated. Strike two. That's why you need a coach who knows the game. Okay, here we go. And can guide you around the bases. Talk to a Grow Financial Mortgage Loan Consultant. We'll get you home. Learn more at growfinancial.org. Grow Financial is an equal housing lender and is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Welcome back to the Legally Steal Show. Once again, here's S.E. Day. And we're back. Uh, we've been talking about credit vultures and how you cannot become a victim to the system of credit and how the banks are making a ton of money on the interest rate. They're borrowing low and having you repay back high. But these are things that you have in your control. As Once again, you can negotiate. Are you a victim? Well, you're only a victim if you make yourself a victim. These are things that you can negotiate within your control to change the outcome or change the outlook. Another thing, uh, and which banks don't tell you, credit card companies don't tell you, these are little tricks of the trades that you can do that can help your wallet. So let's say, for instance, you have that credit card with a, let's say, $500 balance on it or a car loan, $500 car loan. If you understand credit and how credit works and how interest works, better yet, you realize that interest, the way the banks are processing things, it's on a 30-day cycle. Okay, so you're paying credit or paying your interest based on a 30-day cycle. One of the things that you can do to minimize your debt or your debt load is to pay your monthly payment in several ways. Instead of making one monthly payment, as, as in, okay, it's set up on a monthly cycle, you pay 12 months or uh, 12 months throughout the year, and that's every 30 days. One of the ways you can actually reduce the amount of interest that you pay is pay your bill every 15 days, okay? So, like, for this month, let's say you just got this car loan and it's $500. You pay your $500 the first time. Well, 15 days later, you pay $250. You pay half of that amount. And then every 15 days thereafter, you pay $250, so instead of paying it once a month, you pay twice a month. Now, you're not adding any additional monies, but believe it or not, you're paying 15 days of interest instead of 30 days of interest. Okay, now, the most don't tell you this. Most most of these companies don't tell you this because they like to make their interest income, and I don't blame them. But that's why I'm here. My job is to tell you the information that they don't want you to know tell you the information that serves you best. So with that, if you're paying it every 15 days, you're paying 15 days of interest. Now, you can go even better than that. They may not like it, but there's nothing that they can do about it. You can actually pay your payment every seven days. So now out of that $500 car note, you make your first payment of $500. Then you turn around, and seven days later, you send in $125. Every seven days, you send in $125. Now you're only paying for seven days of interest, not 15, not 30. 
So what's going to happen is, if you notice that when you bought your car or you have your credit card, it'll tell you how the APR works, the annual percentage rate. Or with your car, it's going to tell you what your simple interest rate is and the amount of finance charges you're going to pay for that car loan over the term. So if it's 60 months and, you know, no one does 60 months anymore, the car dealers realize that I can give you um, 72 months or 84 months and your first payment will be due in 45 days instead of 30 days. They're making a ton of money on you. So if you paid it every every seven days, you're going to reduce your debt load even more so. Now, you say, that's tedious. Man, I, don't, I can't. I'm trying to live life. I'm not trying to sit around and live life just to pay bills. Well, things are not like they used to be 10 years ago. Hell, even 20 years ago. Things are five years ago. Things are different. Now you can set your stuff up on a on, coming right out of your bank uh, on a um, bill pay. And each time, your creditor will receive a check. And all they're doing is processing that check in. But I'm telling you, it will reduce your interest rates. So if you can't call the bank and negotiate down your interest rate, then okay. Play the game as they play it. You start paying your notes every twice a month or four times a month. Really, twice a month is more manageable. Now you're not living just, you know, just to pay your bills. But if you're paying it every 15 days, you're going to reduce the amount of interest um, interest income that you will be paying. Not the interest. The interest rate will stay the same, but you'll, re- you'll be reducing the amount of interest income. Now, these are things that, that, like I said, they don't tell you. And you can do this with whatever if you have an installment loan. doesn't matter. Uh, you have a revolving card. It doesn't matter. You don't. You can pay your bill. You can pay it all off at one time. Now, if you pay it before, then you have no interest. That's one of the things I like about American Express. It's 30 days on the charge card. It's 30 days. So if I buy $1,000 worth of supplies or whatever today, well, in 30 days, I have to pay that $1,000. So now there is no interest. And it took me some time, but I had to do my research of how did American Express make their money. Well, they charge their vendors. So when you go into the store and you see that American Express logo, they're charging that vendor a higher rate than they are with, say, your other credit cards. But American Express realized that they weren't making as much money as they would have liked to have made. So they got into the revolving charge card game as well. But the green card and the gold card, those cards that you pay off at the end of the month or at the end of that 30-day cycle. So other cards out there like your like your traditional Visa, Discover, MasterCard, these are 30-day revolving charge cards. You can pay those off. And now with, with the Internet, um, you can have your account set right online and simply go online and make a payment. You can make a payment at any time, and it it processes you know right into their system. So it's up to you. And of course, they make it even better for you because most companies have phone apps or mobile apps that you can download on your phone, and you can simply pay your bill directly from your phone. You don't have to sit at a computer. You don't have to write a check anymore. Those days are done. You can do it with your phone, with your smartphone. So there are ways for you to minimize 
your debt load and the amount of interest income that you pay. I mean, these are things that, hey, if you want to know more about them, send me an email, the show, T-H-E-S-H-O-W, at LegallySteal.com. The show at LegallySteal.com. Uh, any questions that you have, and I'll be more than happy to get that question answered for you, and we can talk about it on the airwaves as well. So these are things that little tricks of the trade that you need to be aware of. Okay, now, switching gears a little bit. We're going into, of course, we're into the fourth quarter now. So this is the time of year that people start to look at their personal financial situation, where I'm going uh, and where I want to be next year. Now, you'll hear some say the economy is, you know, getting better. You'll hear some say the economy is worse. Uh, the job market, the reports came out yesterday that there are, you know, we are at a 7.8% uh, unemployment rate. So it's down under 8% for the first time since the president took office. Okay. Well, in my world, things are getting better. I see more people hiring. Uh, I just hired somebody. Things are getting better. Uh, regardless of what they want you to hear or what they want you to see, the pictures they want to paint, I think they as those politicians out there that are buying for your votes. Uh, things are getting better, and they're getting better not because of anybody in the Washington Beltway. You got to, I guess, you got to remember that we operate off what we call consumer confidence. So things are getting better slowly. Some wanted to get better faster, and yes, I don't blame you, but they are getting better. But this is that time of year that you start to look and you say, okay, uh, finance-wise, here, here's where I am. Or here's where I want to be. I want to get this year over with. The other big thing, taxes. Taxes. Now, uh, I guess a year ago, I didn't do it last year. It was just so busy and had so many things going on. But the year, the previous year, we did a show right at the end of the year talking about taxes. And it was a it was a highly listened to show. So we're going to do another show uh, probably the end of this month. That you know we're going to be talking about taxes and how you can better prepare yourself. Now, this is something that I actually did a during the summer. I was doing quite a bit of uh, speaking engagements, and I did one before uh, several representatives or several uh, employees or sales agents of New York Life. Now, in my speeches. I'm a practical guy. I give you practical knowledge, knowledge you can use immediately, not just talking to motivate you. Nothing wrong with motivational speakers. I'm just not one of them. I do more niche speaking. So in my speech to them, I told every agent in the room and all of the rest of the uh, participants that you should start a business. Let me tell you. A corporation or a business is the best kept secret to wealth in America. A corporation is the best kept secret to wealth in America. Now, you say, how is that so? Well, if you are working, uh, say, for instance, you're single, and a lot of Americans are single now. Marriage rates have gone down for whatever reason, but a lot of Americans are single Single people pay the highest income tax bracket because the government says basically the only person you have to take care of is yourself. 
Okay? So we're going to tax you heavily. You have no exemptions. You have no deductions. You have no write-offs. So simply fill out this little 1040EZ form, and we're going to take a chunk of the, of the money that you paid into the system, and you may get a few pennies back. Well, what I told everybody in that meeting to do was to start their own business. Start whatever it is, a consulting business. If you have a hobby, if you have a niche or something you want to do, start your own business. And, of course, the words that I got back after the event was over that New York Life wasn't too happy with me telling their salespeople to start their own business because they didn't want to lose them. Now, on one side of the fence, I understand what New York Life is saying. We've invested money into training these individuals. We don't want them to leave us and go out and start a business. But on the other side of the coin, I'm talking to the individual. Start a business. Here's why. If you have no deductions and you start a business, let's say it's a consulting business, um, you are into fashion, for instance, and you like consulting people on fashion, or maybe you are into interior design, or maybe you're into credit building, um, uh, business development, and you start a business, now you can start to leverage just like these major companies. You can start to leverage things against the company, which will be write-offs, okay? So let's say you started a limited liability company. You're not looking for a corporation. You don't need a board of directors. But you start a limited liability company. What that limited liability company can do is uh, when you, let's say you're making 90000 a year on your job. You're a single person. You're paying a lot of money, uh, a, lot of in, a lot of that in taxes. But you start this limited liability company because you're a consultant. When you went to Starbucks yesterday uh, on your way to work and you paid $5.52 for a latte, guess what? You can't file that off as a business write-off uh, when you are an employee of somebody else's company. But as a business owner, see, every time I do something and everywhere that I go, it's business-related. So when I go into Starbucks on my way to see a client or I meet my client at Starbucks, I can write that off. That goes against my goes against to uh, in reducing my tax burden from my personal income because it's called, uh, there's something that the IRS uses, it's called pass-through taxation. So basically it's based on the money um, the amount of money that I'm earning, I can have business income and business loss. So let's say that I meet with this person at the Starbucks, or let's say we go to Olive Garden to meet for lunch, and the tab is about $35. I can write that off even if I don't close the deal with the customer. Now, of course, I'm going there to close the deal, but if I don't close the deal with the customer or the client, that $35, I can write off as a business lunch. You can't do that on your job when you go to hang out with your coworkers. You can't write that off because you don't have a business. I have a business, everything that I do. When I put gas in my vehicle, I can write that off because every time I start my vehicle, it's starting for business purposes. So the best-kept secret to wealth in America is starting a company. Starting your corporation or 
some type of legal structured entity. Now, these are things that we can talk about. Like I said, we can talk about even more. Um, I advise any of my clients that I sit down and consult, if you do not have a business, start one. So it's not too late, okay? And this is not just in the state of Florida. This is within America. It's not too late. So if you are listening to this show, you can actually Monday morning, well, not Monday because it's a holiday, but Tuesday morning, you can start you a company with your Secretary of State's office, okay? And now it's retroactive. So everything, if you start a company now, everything that you've done from January 1st of this year to today becomes a part of that company because, you know, the government doesn't look at it and say, well, you started the company here today, so everything from here forth is is falls under your business. No, it's retroactive. It's for the whole year. So I suggest each and every one of you listening to me, start a business. If you are worried about paying a ton of money in taxes, uh, start a corporation. And now a lot of the things that you did simply in a day-to-day basis, when you're talking about your business, those things can be written off. Now, it's not a scam. This is not a scam. This is realistic. I've been an entrepreneur since 98. This is all that I know. I've pretty much forgotten the corporate world. So since 98, I've had and owned several businesses. Um, I think to the tune of about 19, 18 or 19 businesses. And I'm actually getting ready to start another one. Because everything that I do, the income that comes in, I want to keep the income separate and in its own pots. So I'm getting ready to start another corporation uh, for what I'm doing. Listen, guys, I'm going to take a small break, uh, you know, for coffee or whatever, and I'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. we got some more good stuff before we wrap up the show. All right. I know I'm giving you a lot of information today. You got to understand, I live and breathe this stuff. I mean, I teach it, I preach it, I I sing it, I praise it. Anything that, when it comes to business, when it comes to finance, uh, I live and breathe this stuff. And I'm not a nerd. Okay, well, in some opinions, I might be. I don't really care, but I I'm a practical guy. So I live this stuff, and I tell it to you because... It's stuff that you need to know. As I mean, the way things are going, it's like I, yeah, I was reading an article this week of you know how your taxes could rise in in 2013. Well, you know if those clowns in Washington don't get together, you know after this election or whatever, because you're going to have that lame duck that lame duck session uh, after the election. But if they don't get together and put something together, 
those what they call Bush era tax cuts will expire. Uh, and, you know, we ran into this a year or so ago, or they were, those tax cuts were about to expire, and those clowns finally got together and extended the tax cuts. But if they let these tax cuts expire, here's what's going to happen to you on a personal level. Your tax rates are going to increase, okay? And this is across the spectrum of incomes. doesn't matter. Your tax rates are going to increase. So how do you shield yourself against that? Um, listen, as far as as far as here's my personal opinion, okay, my personal opinion. I'm not really getting into politics. This is my personal opinion. Um, Mitt Romney is a very smart businessman. He is. Uh, I admire that because I'm a capitalist. Um, it's about making money, and it's about growing my personal pot. So I can take my money, and I don't blame him. I'm not trying to give all of my money to the government. So if there are some tax shelters and there are some you know, friendlier countries around the world that I can put money, I can stack, you know, stack my money to avoid paying taxes to the U.S. government, I, I'm not mad at that because, you know, uh, I was a part of the government, so when you talk about, you know, toilet seats, you know, uh, or toilet seats costing a hundred bucks, well, those tax rates are high because you know you're financing our defense fund. And don't get me wrong, I mean, as a as a vet, we need our defense, but a lot of times those things were high, so high that you know money was being diverted in a number of ways. So I'm not trying to finance stupidity. In the government, so yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for putting money aside in some tax shelters. But now my personal opinion is kind of hypocritical. If I bury money in other countries to avoid paying them to the U.S. government, I'm not going to turn around and try to run the government now as a, um, as a, as an executive figure and pass rules and regulations for everybody else. It doesn't make sense. Now, somebody might argue that. I'll get into politics. There was a guy down here in Florida who actually had a court appearance yesterday because he and his wife were Democrats. He's a Dem- she was a Democrat. He was a Republican. So after the watching the presidential debate, now, how stupid is this? After watching the presidential debate, they got into an argument. That's why I don't talk politics or religion. They got into an argument. The man slaps his wife. She calls 911 on the idiot and gets him arrested. And he's in the courtroom laughing, yeah, your honor, I shouldn't have slapped my wife. Okay, now, I'm kind of getting off, off subject here a little bit. I, I, I don't get into politics. But I do get into finances. And as far as the, the taxes are concerned, you have to protect yourself. Now, before the break, I was telling you about starting a business and how a business can help offset your tax burden at the end of the year. Well, I'm a firm believer in start. Um, you have to know what you're doing. There are people out there that can actually help you. I used to do it, but now not so much on the individual level, on a case-by-case basis every now and then. I do more consulting for corporations. So you know, my, my, my fees are a whole lot higher than they used to be. But... I tell it to you here. I give you this information on the air so you can go out and research it yourself and maybe find somebody in your locale 
um, that can give you the inside information. And of course, you know, you can always send me an email at the show, T-H-E-S-H-O-W, at LegallySteal.com, or visit the website, LegallySteelShow.com, LegallySteelShow.com. Um, and, of course, like us on Facebook. I'm going into that infomercial part now. Like us on Facebook, uh, Legally Steel Show. Uh, but I give you this information because I know it's information that you can use at least to get yourself started in putting yourself in a better situation. And I promise you, I've, the information that I tell people, I've had people tell me, man, you're going to go to jail for doing that. No, no. Believe me, I research it. I'm not going to tell you anything unless I know it to be true. I do it, and I have not sat in jail for uh, giving advice or setting up businesses. It's what I do. It's what I know. So I'm working on on some things here for the next, the end of this month and next month. Of course, you know, next month is Bank Transfer Awareness Month. Last year they had the whole Bank Transfer Day. I declared it Bank Transfer Awareness Month. So the month of November. I'll be talking about two things, veterans and banks. Veterans and banks uh, are making you aware of things that are going on. It has not slowed down, people. The banks are still coming at you, and they're still trying to get as much money out of your pocket as they can. And, of course, credit unions are still the better alternative. I'm a credit union advocate. You know that. Credit unions are still a better alternative than uh, the big banks. Now, once again, some of the banks can do more than credit unions can do in, you know, different different genres. I would say, you know, diversify yourself. But everybody in America should be a member of a credit union. It's just that simple. I believe it wholeheartedly. Everybody in America should have a credit union membership. Um but back to taxes. Try to try to reduce your tax load and the best way to do that is starting a business. Starting a business because we don't understand how taxes really work. Taxes and credit are two of the biggest misnomers uh, in the universe, but they are two working efficiently and effective systems at raising revenue. It, they do it very well. So you need to learn how to protect yourself and. So later on, we're going to do a show on taxes, and we're going to cover personal and business tax. We're going to cover both of them. Uh, we're also going to do a show on, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we're also going to be doing a show on the financial aspects of the way the banks are operating and um, how to possibly work in the negotiating aspect to improve your situation. Listen, guys, it's been real. I love talking to you. You know that. Send me some love. Send me some emails. Um, connect with me somewhere on the internet. I'm out there. Hit me up on Twitter, Legally Steal Show at Legally Steal Show. Oh, Legally Steal at Legally Steal on Twitter. Hit me up. Connect with me. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. <coughs> Jeez, I talk. I talk a lot. I'm on LinkedIn. So connect with me. It's been real, and I look forward to getting information out to you for next week. Stay tuned, be safe, and uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Enjoy your weekend.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.